This is the most beautiful thing I've ever seen in my life. It's Water Malone Podcast. Inside of Water Malone. Spend some time in Mississauga. It's the greatest place we know. It's a great place to be living and to watch your children grow. All right, welcome to episode seven of the Water Malone's Dynasty Podcast. This week we've got Jordan on. Uh, hey guys, for for the last of the Canadians. And uh, True, but... and the most successful of the or the second most successful of the Can- Canadians after Owen, you did better in the regular season though, but it fell apart in the playoffs real quickly for you. Yeah, did, yeah. <laughs> so I Stuff guess we can, like that. we can just discuss we can discuss your season and um, you know maybe just go chronologically and see how that goes. Um, yeah, when you joined. Because did I bring it up to you? Or did Owen bring it up to you about joining joining the league? I think Owen was talking a lot about the league and how he was enjoying it. And I was I always had an interest in getting into it. And then you mentioned there was a roster spot open right. to be an owner in uh, the prestigious Water Malone's League. So yeah. I took the opportunity once it was given. And once you did that, like you, we announced that it was going to be an auction draft. We announced all that. Uh how did you prepare for that? Like, what was your research telling you to do? Uh, yeah, one sec. Before we go in, uh, any further, do I get to choose the intro music, by the way, to this? Because I noticed that you put Tory Lanez for Owen, and he, <laughs> word on the street is he wasn't too happy about that. So I was wondering yeah. if you take a request. Uh, I Are you think... just going to go? Do you feel the vibe of the, like, person I usually that you're feel talking the, to? I usually feel the, the vibe. Um, yeah, it depends. Sometimes I feel the vibe. Sometimes... Sometimes I'll take requests afterwards. Uh, depends depends what I'm feeling, but uh, okay. we'll see. You, you okay. can't request anything now because if you request something now, then I'm just not gonna put it in. You have uh, to damn. you have, to, you have yeah. to catch me in a good mood, like on WhatsApp. <laughs> like, oh, can I have this? And then I'll be like, all right, yeah, maybe. Why not? Duly uh, noted. So the question of how I prepared for the draft then? Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. So obviously, like I do not watch football. I never watched it. I'm one of those, I'll watch it at the Super Bowl, and that's pretty much it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, wasn't too prepared for it. So, to start off with, got to give respect to uh, Owen for helping me out on that. So, shout out to the other uh, Canadian in the group. Um, I went on a website. So, he helped me out for a bit, just saying, like, uh, this is, like, important. This is how the pointism works, kind of gave me the the download here are some interesting players and stuff like that yeah. here's some things to read read it um and then i went online and i found this website that showed like for the type of draft that we're doing with the amount of money how much each player was worth right obviously it's very variable who knows what's right but knowing not much i had to go buy that that was kind of my bible for it yeah so i ranked every single player by, by position and just rank them by how much they're worth and how many points uh, they were. And I knew not to spend more than what they were worth. So I think a classic right. example was my first one was for Derrick Henry. Yeah. I've heard, yeah, you spent too much on it, but based on what I was shown, I spent exactly what was on there. So <laughs> quite happy with the, quite happy with that. Because for me, like, I don't know the league. I, I didn't go to an American college, so I don't have this, like, hurrah for you, Penn, or what the hell ever. Yeah, Penn um, State. Penn State. Penn State, <laughs> there you go. Um, so, yeah, didn't care too much for that. So I just went very much on uh, what the stats said on it. Yeah. Did it give I you, like... 102 for... Yeah, 102 no. for Derrick Henry. And then 101 100. for Joe Mixon, so... Oh, jeez. Okay, I'll like take those three back. I think yeah. given that I think that given that De- Derrick Henry broke a thousand yards last year or two thousand yards yeah, last year, 2000, yeah. I think you can be like whatever. Derrick Henry was fine. Oh my God. Yeah, uh, Joe Mixon. I'd be shocked if he broke two hundred yards last year. <laughs> that dude <laughs> did enough. fucking nothing. Um, yeah, but yeah, did it give you? Did you have like a plan going in in terms of like roster positions? Like, did you know what, like, you were going to build out from running backs or were you just like, I'll 
I'll try to scoop up value wherever it comes from in the draft. Yeah. So one thing I read, I think it was the same thing as Owen. Like, I think I very obviously from the, the three players that I chose uh, first, running backs were super important. I did right. not value enough the QB situation, although on one of them, I lucked out very much on the how much I paid for what I got on the yeah. QB situation. So I think in hindsight, I would have gunned for a few more uh, QBs. But then again, like this year, the QB situation was like half the QBs are out of a job. So even if you did rank or buy them quite high or go take them quite high in the uh, rankings, like you wouldn't, there's no guarantee for much of them. So, I mean, so it was like a balance. Like, yeah, I wish I, I wish I took a few more QBs. I'll admit that, but it's a risk, right? Um, Just looking at it. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. You made Josh Allen the eighth most expensive quarterback, and he's probably the second best in the league right now. Maybe you could mm-hmm. argue Dak is second, but he's like, yeah, you're still holding Mahomes up top. I Mahomes is the best quarterback <laughs> in the league. <laughs> like it doesn't. Don't come to me with your oh, Josh Allen's the yeah. best quarterback in the league. No, it's Mahomes. Everyone knows that. Fair enough. I'll give that to you. Um, but yeah, you paid. 44 bucks for Josh Allen and Ahmed paid 42 bucks to Tom Brady and 43 bucks to Jimmy G. Both of yeah. whom, I mean, Jimmy G is not going to have a job this year and Tom Brady's not going to have a job next year. So, you think he's retiring or they're just going to. This dude's got to retire at some fucking point. No. He's like Gordy Howe going into his 50s. Tom Brady, Tom Brady's age is more than Ahmed spent on him. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> like. He, he, he was at the fight last night, so he's just enjoying his time. Oh my god, the fights were ridiculous. Did you watch them? Yeah, <laughs> I didn't stay oh up to watch, god. but I, I watched this morning. It's crazy. Broken legs to lights oh being turned god. off, or left, right, and center. It's some of the wildest shit I've ever. Yeah, it was some yeah. of the wildest shit I've ever seen. Honestly. But um, yeah, so I thought I thought like the QB situation. Yeah, I'm. <laughs> I think we'll get into the other two that I had with Sydenham and uh, Trubo with the yeah. Trubo charged offense there. Oh, but uh, yeah. <laughs> to be fair, getting Trubisky, for, getting Trubisky for a dollar compared to the other dollar quarterbacks is probably a good deal. Yeah. Because um, who else went for a dollar? Nick Mullins. I mean, Justin Herbert, but he was a rookie, so no one really knew. But Nick Mullins. You paid ju- for a dollar? Hey, you know. No, really? yeah i didn't know that well uh bravo to that thank you it's because i'm an elite quarterback scout um yeah (laughs) and i don't want like if you look at my quarterback room in dynasty it's elite so and it's only down to my scout like there's no luck there that's all scouting be honest did you know who the hell justin herbert was or what he could be or what he could be i knew who he was i didn't know what he could be um i knew he was um i knew he was like I thought he would be very akin to Mitch Trubisky. Turns oh, out, okay. turns out he's not. Turns out he's actually good. <laughs> but um, yeah, like the other one dollar quarterbacks: Jacob Eason, Nick Mullins, Nick Foles, Jacoby Brissett, Marcus Mariota, Jake Fromm, Andy Dalton. Like it's a bunch oh of God. scrubs. Like once you're getting down to that that price, so you honestly didn't do too badly there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you, you went in to build from, I guess, running back outwards and then picked up a few steals on, at wide receiver. But let's talk about your three big, uh, your three big running backs, yeah. Joe Mixon and Josh Jacobs. You're in an interesting position with those three because Josh Jacobs and Joe Mixon are like, I think they're 22 and 24, something like that. They're both pretty Yeah, between young. that range, yeah. Yeah. And Derrick Henry is the oldest. He's 28. But going into next year, Derrick Henry might be your best running back again because of the situations transpiring around Joe Mixon and Josh Jacobs. No, that's fair. And the reason why I'm holding on and rejecting Alex's 42 trades for either of those players, they're super young. Yeah. There's potential. Like with Joe Mixon, they just signed him what for four years. So last year, they, last year they signed him for four. Last years. year for yeah. four years, yeah. So clearly they believe in him. I'm going to give them a chance because 
it doesn't make sense to me to drop them right away. And especially since the value coming back to me was only picks, mm-hmm. I'm going to have to take those picks and then get another player and take a risk on another player, right? So yep. for me, hold on to them for now, see how the season goes. I think I would be too, I would be too foolish to kind of let go of a 22, 23-year-old right now um, yep. as we go forward. So, yeah. I mean, I, I would agree. I think the thing is, I love Josh Jacobs too. I think he's super talented. I think he's a Bama running back as well. Yeah, I don't crazy. know what schools any of these people go to. I think, is he Bama? Yeah. Like a lot of running, a lot of running backs in the league are, are from Bama. Derek Henry's really? Bama. Josh Jacobs is Bama. What's his Roll face? Tide. Damian Harris is Bama. Like <laughs> a lot of, a lot of, a lot of talented running backs are from Bama. But the thing with Josh, like, I really like him as a player, and I had him in redraft two years ago. Yeah. But I don't trust whatever the Raiders are doing. It's so difficult to tell, like, what their game plan is in any sense of the word. Yeah. No, I think the Raiders, at least being, like, an outside uh, viewer of it, there's certain teams that I was kind of wary of Yeah. Um, to go off of. Um, Raiders being one of them that they're – They've had a great history, but now it's yep. like they'll peak for a bit and then drop. They don't hit that like elite level. So, I mean, who knows what's going to happen? Hopefully, the whole Vegas luck uh, goes their <laughs> way. It, it happened with the Golden Knights in the NHL uh, finals in the first year. So, who knows what's going on there? But yeah, I think he's a young guy. Yeah. Stupid decision to finish off the season uh, with drinking and driving like that. But yeah, the Watermelons Dynasty um, podcast does not yeah. <laughs> advocate for drinking and driving. Get yeah. an Uber, guys. Sponsored by Heineken Zero. Be safe. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so that that was the thing. And like the other strategy, I, the strategy that I had was like which teams not to take from, mm-hmm. and that was like a big decision for me. Like obviously, I chose Trubo as like I needed a quarterback, but. Though yeah. saying the Bears who we are, the Bears are who we thought they were. They're always going to be bad. Um, you have honestly that's a really that's an interesting yeah. like that's an interesting strategy going into it because I feel like I do that subconsciously, but I also but it works. It, yeah like okay so because I have yeah. a list of teams as well that I don't like, I don't like drafting players from because yeah. I don't like watching those teams play for one and that's fair that's fair and i and like i just don't have faith in them as an offensive team they might be like good teams i just don't have faith in them so i think that would be like one to piss off the league but also like just as a talking point that's probably an interesting thing to go because there's some teams that you want players from right like you want players from the packers um yeah like the steelers you want you typically want players from the falcons like those are teams where the offenses kind of lend themselves to being like the Chiefs, for example. If you could get the entire Chiefs offense, then you're you'd be golden. Um, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, let me get let me get up all the teams in the NFL and we can go through them and decide, you know, which ones do we like and which ones do we like were you yeah. actively avoiding? I would I would rank them in like, and obviously there's a bit of overlap in between these three sections, but there's like teams that you really want, teams yeah. that you don't mind, and teams that you avoid. Obviously, there's a bit of overlap, but like Cardinals, you'll take. Yeah, I'll, they're in like that middle tier. Like, I won't mind yeah. taking a risk on them, but yeah, I agree. Um, the Ravens, I'm see the Ravens for me is a team I don't like. I don't like taking players from the Ravens. Again, Colin, Why is that? Colin's gonna be upset, but I don't. Because like, he was kicking my he was kicking my ass at the beginning of the seasons with the, the Ravens with have the Ra- yeah Ravens the Ravens players, have yeah. good players because they, they have Lamar they have J.K. Dobbins they had Mark Ingram. Um, Mark Andrews is good, but they don't have a like a competent wide receiver. Marquise Brown, whatever, you know? Yeah. But I also just like, they feel so, I guess, I, f- I guess the Ravens feel inconsistent to me offensively. Yeah. Like, I don't feel like, and, and it also watching them watching pl- them play, it feels really like oh, it's it's tiresome because every play it's like, either, ooh, is Lamar gonna run it or is J.K. Dobbins gonna run it? Oh wow, this is such a spectacular offense! I'm so excited. I love how we're 
I love how we're going to talk about all these teams with the context that you're a Detroit Lions fan. So, oh, I hate, I fucking yeah. hate the Lions. Like, yeah, that's another team, a team that never achieves anything. I will not take a player from them. So, see, the thing right now in future, I would agree with that. But the thing for the Lions yeah. for me was we had Stafford. So, the offensive player, like our defense was always going to suck, you know? Yeah. But our offensive players were going to be fine because Stafford was going to sling that thing. Like, he was yeah. just going to he's going to rip <laughs> it. Bomb every time. He's going to yeah. bomb it. Like, Kenny's going to catch a few t- uh, bombs. Marvin Jones is involved. Like, if Stafford was at the helm, then, like, I had faith in them as an offensive, like, team. But now, oh, God, it's, oh, it's going to be a rough few years. So you're um, taking the draft picks from Detroit then in that in that case, or are you avoiding them? Obviously, it's dependent on when you where you uh, when you draft, when they draft, all that. But yeah, I mean, God, it's just so hard. It's just rough, yeah. man. <laughs> Let's see other teams I don't like. I don't really like the Bengals. Um, okay, yeah, I could see that. Joe Mixon, I do. I mean, maybe with Burrow, it'll be different, but historically Mixon was really the only guy on that team I liked and that was uh yeah he's super talented they're on my like in between these team that you don't take that you take the Bears never (laughs) ever they have like David Montgomery popped off for like five games but other than that there's no one on that team the Browns now with Nick Chubb look better but previously didn't yeah Broncos I don't like can we give it to Owen that somehow he chose the browns and they actually did well he chose the browns in the one time yeah. in their history where they're not completely incompetent that was a uh, respect yeah. to Owen on that one i did not expect that the broncos are bad i don't like them yeah and that's partly just drew Locke's fault let's see who else i'm just scrolling through the list i'm not gonna go through every team the giants are another one that's a struggle because they were so good for so long and then when they had like, eli though yeah like now that they have daniel jones who is you know bad <laughs> yeah there's just no faith in that no faith in them and they have saquon who's immensely talented but they're the giants for me are similar to the bengals right yeah and really good running back but the rest of the team is just like can they do anything who knows yeah with his knee gone i'm not too uh, hopeful for that yeah fair enough um, there's the Eagles. I don't like the Eagles. Yeah, you tried to trade me that QB for how long? When I when oh, I, I mean, I don't like them anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, the thing about the Eagles is I've never liked their wide receivers. I'm trying to think. Like Alshon Jeffrey was good for a period, and then before that they had Deshaun Jackson. Uh, yeah. Before he left and then came back and then whatever, but they've never really had in that I can remember like a consistent stud wide receiver. Yeah. They had, it's always been Carson Wentz to Zach Ertz, or in the past few yeah. years, it's been Carson Wentz to Zach Ertz, and then whatever running game they had. The Patriots is another team offensively. Well, in the past year with Brady gone, I was like, I'm not interested. Um, you don't believe in the genius that is Bill Belichick? I believe in him. I don't believe in the arm okay. that is Cam Newton. <laughs> <laughs> so if the Patriots trade up and get Mac Jones or something, then you know maybe we can talk again. But until then... In his words, he's top 30 in the league, so. Oh, man. The Jets, I will ne- you will never catch me with a Jets <laughs> player on my team. I think Isn't in the past funny? five or six years since the league has begun, like the redraft as well, I don't think I've ever drafted or had a Jets player on my team. Isn't it funny that, like, what, 15 years ago when Herman Edwards made that speech, you played to win the game? He should have <laughs> actually been saying it to the, <laughs> to the ownership of his own team. Yeah, because they just... All those years later. It's tr- They're such a tragic team. Yeah. there's And it's not even that they're tragic. There's just no hope. You got to <laughs> mind one or two bad seasons, but it just seems like there's they have yeah. so far to go on that. And the thing... Okay, so this is also just... I mean, it's not even superstitious. It's just kind of something that like gets to me. Their uniform colors are so ugly. Like that, like that, like that forest green. Like you can't be a good team and wear that color. You know? Do you believe we're in the uh, color situation? Because United had one an issue back in well, like, yeah, the when we had the, with when the, we gray, had the gray kids, and they yeah. couldn't see. Which should be fair, green on a green pitch. But it's I don't even know if it's like you can't see them, but it's just like it doesn't inspire confidence to have 
that color. Yeah. Right? Like you, when you think of like, what, like think of any sport, what team ever in history that's won has had that specific color. The closest is the Celtics and it's not even the same green. That's fair. Uh, Philadelphia had a dark green, I guess. But they're like silver. They're, not that green. they're like yeah. more silvery. Yeah. But I mean, and if you're talking about f- like soccer football, when's the last time a, and in any league, a team with a green Jeez. kit won? Right? That's fair. Zero. Yeah. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Yeah. Like you, you. <laughs> they, they've gotten really. They've gotten promoted from like the championship, maybe, but that doesn't mean too much. Yeah, no, so. that doesn't count. You can't be like, oh yeah, Norwich. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Anyway, let's get back to your team specifically. Yeah. So, um, how highly do you rate your three running backs in your like on your team in your mind? Like, I think. It's hard. It's it's obviously hard to say, but I'm gonna I'm gonna run through some other running backs. Yeah, we'll start with Derrick Henry, and then just tell me like, would you take the other running back or Derrick Henry? Yeah. Keep in mind, I probably don't know half these players, but I'll. Uh, I'm sure. Try my like, best with this. After a year of playing, yeah. I'm sure you. Do. <laughs> okay. McCaffrey, you would take over Henry. Yeah. yeah. I, I, my my worry is the injury. That's my that's my biggest worry, the injury. But yeah, I'll take him. Uh, Jonathan Taylor, rookie running back extraordinaire off the Indianapolis Colts. I'm more of a proven talent guy, so okay, like a rookie is kind of hard for me. So, so it's some guy that I'll take, like, he's obviously like not gonna last long, much right. longer, but for the next few seasons, yeah. Okay, so let's take the rookies out if that's your um, if that's your viewpoint, Saquon, yeah. Saquon is, again, no. Saquon is 24, though, and Derrick Henry is 28. That is the only yeah. thing. Um, Dalvin Cook is 25. Alvin Kamara is 25. Nick Chubb is 25. Yes, yes. Nick Chubb, maybe. And then, let's see, Aaron Jones is 26. I don't yes, think I... on that. You would take... Okay, you take Aaron over Derrick Henry. Uh, Joe Mixon, you have him. Miles Sanders? Yeah. Would you take no. Miles Sanders? No. Would you take Zeke? No, that, that was the surprising thing. Coming into the season, Zeke was kind of this, like, holy yeah. god of a player with showing his abs for no reason. Like, he's the <laughs> only player with abs in the league of all these athletes. Um, but, yeah, I think Dallas is another one of those, like, they're in the middle for me. Mm-hmm. They've had their time um, in the past, but it just hasn't translated with the Tony Romo into these uh, Zach Prescott days. So yeah, I'm 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 really hesitant with uh, Dallas there. I think the thing for Zeke was that Dak got injured. I mean, because if you like over the past few years, Zeke has been probably the most consistent running back because he never got injured. He plays every game. He gets like 25 carries a game, and he just he grinds out like on a bad day. Zeke will get you 95 yards and a touchdown. You know? Yeah, he's that, he's that kind of guy. Whereas. I mean, once, but once Dak went down and Andy Dalton was back there, and then who else did they have back there? Garrett Gilbert and shit like that. <laughs> like, you guys who you met, and what's yeah. his name? Danucci. What was his fucking Danucci. first name? Anthony Danucci or whatever the hell his name was. That sounds like one of Owen's friends from back in the day. I swear to God. It's a made up name. You're yeah. going to hear Owen be like, oh, yeah, my friend's buddy's dad, Danucci. <laughs> Danucci. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. So I think like, Zeke, I don't know if he might be just worn out at this point because he had like a lot of years of getting tons of carries. Yeah. Um, so who knows? But then, okay, so let's see. Josh Jacobs will move further down the list because I'd assume you'd take all of those same guys over Josh Jacobs, right? Yeah. Would you take Eckler over Josh Jacobs, given that Owen's in the same house of you and you can make that trade right now if you wanted to? <laughs> let, me, let me just look him up. Eckler is 25. Josh Jacobs is 23. Uh, the stats aren't amazing on them. Let me just look up uh, Josh Jacobs. Um, but what I'm looking at right now is probably not on that. Nah. Okay. I think. I mean. I think maybe you could. Uh, you would argue differently, but I don't think it makes too much sense doing like for like trades. Um. Yeah. Unless I do think so. So for me, in terms of doing like for like trades, it comes down to 
if I like, let's say I have two players in the same like tier, for example, like if I have, yeah. um, you know, Saquon and Dalvin Cook, in my mind, they're like right next to each other. But yeah. consensus wise, or let's have Saquon and Nick Chubb. And in my mind, Nick Chubb is as good as Saquon. But yeah. everyone else is like, oh, Saquon's way better than Nick Chubb. Then it, it would make sense for me for me to downgrade Saquon to Nick Chubb and then try to get like a little bit more on top of that. Make a pick or something like that. Like yeah. a pick or like a wide receiver or something like that. Just so in my mind, I'm not losing any value in, on, on Saquon. Yeah, but that's uh, it. But I'm getting like a little bit something here and there, you know? Yeah. I mean, in that case, like I would have to get something a bit extra, but yeah, you make a good point. Not much extra. Like I'm not looking for a first. I wouldn't look for a first for that. But no, no, no. It would I think be like something a bit extra. A third or a late second or, you know, maybe a, a wide receiver somewhere just to help out the team. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. But okay. I don't think Owen has any picks to uh, to give to me. So no. Nope. And- I need to I need to hold mine close to my chest uh, for next uh, for next, next week. Year. I mean, or in two weeks now. Um, you yeah. have what do you call it? You have only a third and a fifth rounder. Have you done any research at all about the twenty twenty one rookie class? No idea. <laughs> Dude, I just started a job. Give me a break. So, so the issue with with that, you know, so this is okay. This is what I, I, I'm, I guess I'm, an, I'm announcing it now, but also like, if you didn't figure this out beforehand, it sucks to be you. And yeah. I'm not talking to you, I'm talking to the league at this point. So for the draft, because we're doing it live and because I'm announcing the picks and because the picks are being sent to me, like we're not doing it through Flea Flicker or anything like that, where you get a list of like rankings and stuff. Yeah. So I'm going to send out a list of all the players, but like in a word document. And I'm, okay. going to, I'm probably just going to send it out alphabetically as well. Yeah. So like in no, like in no ranking order. So if you co- like, if you come into the draft and you don't know, and you don't have like your research done, or if you don't even have like a preliminary list, then you're kind of going to be fucked. If you don't know, yeah. like I will have my research done. Right. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> I just need to evaluate because if I look at my team, it's like, yeah. yeah what what, need... what positions are you, would, will you be looking at? Cause you have a third rounder. So it's highly unlikely that a quarterback is going to be there. That's the thing. Like, obviously I would say I would want a quarterback. Let's say that's not going to happen. Yeah. I think for me, like I would just start prioritizing um, the wide receiver and the tight end position because in the tight end position like Gronk let's see if he has another good year yeah. if we rank him I think here it says he's eighth in the league um mm-hmm. yeah I would take another tight end position or a wide receiver position because I think with a tight end position you're either going to get a guy that gets two touches a game or a guy that is treated like a wide receiver right um like a few in the league there yeah. um Travis Kelsey and uh Darren Waller like those if I could get a player like that hopefully but that's a big risk so i think i would prioritize a wide receiver over a tight end um but not by much i think in terms of talent you're you're probably more likely to get a better tight end late than a wide receiver yeah definitely i think like kyle pitts will probably go in the first round or early second of our rookie draft yeah you know it's kyle pitts whatever but then there's Pat Fryermuth and Brevin Jordan, who are the two, I guess, two and three in this class. Yeah. But I don't see them being drafted in our league until the third or fourth round. Which is when I have a pick. Exactly. There you go. So you might be able to get the second best tight end in this class in the third. But who knows? I guess it all depends on like where they're drafted. Because if, let's say, Pat goes to Arizona... And people yeah. are like, oh, shit, he's that guy. Yeah. Plus, I wouldn't mind drafting for a bit of depth on my team. So that's the thing that I really struggled with this year was yep. buddies on a bye. Who do I uh, replace yeah. him with? And sometimes it was picking for scraps, to be quite honest. So that could be another strategy of just, like, getting a bit of depth in the position, which I may be already strong with on my starters, like uh, running back position. 
um, or a wide receiver position. Yeah. But just to give a bit more depth on those like on those tough weeks. I think the difficulty is probably or I think the difficulty that we're all going to find is the first transition of our team, you know, in terms of so I think for for example, Ahmed's team is mid-transition now because he's got the yeah. oldest team. Like it's it, like it's time now for him to start moving into the next phase of his team and trying to yeah. get younger and all of that. Whereas maybe I have a few more years and some other you probably have a few more years. But even you with Derek Henry getting older, you kind of and Rob and, and Gronkowski getting older, you kind of need like to start figuring out how you're going to wean yourself off those players and introduce the the young blood and i think that transition is going to be very interesting to see how different managers manage it because that takes research and that 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 takes research (laughs) there you go but i think it also takes like a lot of luck because some of like drafting is hard and drafting is like who the fuck knows i think drafting particularly in the nfl is probably the biggest crapshoot there yeah. is in all of sports because for me it's like you look at you look at the nhl and the nba it's like yeah you do find a few picks that are later on probably second round mm-hmm. but generally the first round picks are your the best of the best right yeah whereas i find in the nfl an injury here not getting enough playing time there it's just a total crapshoot and it's I think the yeah the bust rate for NFL players in the first round must be so so high compared yeah. to some of the other leagues or at least in like the top ten even because in the NBA for example I don't I mean I don't know about the NHL draft that that much but if in the NBA get into like, hockey man jeez man only hang around as Canadians and you can't even uh, look at a game the thing is like the Red Wings are trash so or currently yeah. trash. <laughs> And they're rebuilding. So I'm like, well, I don't want to watch four rebuilding teams because the Tigers are rebuilding, yeah. the Lions are rebuilding, the Pistons are rebuilding, and I'm going to add the Red Wings to that. Like, Detroit's in a bad situation there. Detroit watch is... watch a, a Leafs run with us. we got a playoff run coming. So Yeah, all right. Well, we'll see. Yeah. But like in the NBA, for example, the Pistons have like maybe the second or third worst record in the league. But if they, get, if they win the lottery and they get Cade, you know, or if they get any of the top four players, that that player becomes like th- there's a chance that player becomes like a superstar and a realistic chance at that. Because yeah. in the NBA, if you're a top three pick or a top two, or, or even like sometimes the way it's the only the number one pick, you're immediately a star. You know, hundred percent. Like yeah. Zion came into the league and he was a star. And even on, even on Detroit, like Andre Drummond came into the league for Detroit, he was yeah. a star of that team, right? And it's and it's wild because in the NFL, it's so rare for players to come in and just start tearing shit up from from yeah. from the beginning or from those high picks. And I guess it's because those high picks tend to be quarterbacks, and that's the hardest position to play. But definitely, who the fuck knows. Um, I mean, even even Mahomes, the best of the best, was yep. How how deep into? I mean, he was first round though, right? But yeah, he was still, he was tenth. He was tenth. Him. He was tenth, but he sat behind. What's this called? Yeah, I know. Well, Trubisky, but he also sat behind Alex Smith for a year. He didn't start in his first year. Exactly, that's a fair point. And like Justin Herbert was what sixth overall, fifth overall, but he sat behind or was going to sit behind Tyrod for. For however long, he <laughs> got stabbed in the chest. Until he got stabbed, you know, it is what it is. The most but, legal yeah. way of stabbing someone and ruining their career. There you go. I mean, ru- you say ruin, but Tyrod is now on Houston, and Houston doesn't have a starting God. quarterback. <laughs> I mean, the where, text- where are we at in that saga then? Because I don't know Let's who see. has. Uh, I don't know who has Deshaun Deshaun Watson. Al- but- Al- Alex traded for him like two weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> was it a was it a fire sale one? Did he get a good uh, return? Alex on that, traded uh, Deshaun. Alex traded Car Derek Carr, and I think a first. Yeah, Derek Carr and a first for a twenty-two first for Deshaun Watson. Jeez, there you go. 
And the thing is, you're like, still I, in the camp of he's not playing though. I mean, I don't ever. even know. Ever, I don't know about ever. I my yeah. so my view is if you were to split up the probabilities, I think there's a fifty percent chance he plays again, but like in two years, right? Yeah. I think there's like a fifteen to twenty percent chance he never plays again. There you go. And there's probably about a thirty percent chance that something that he starts this year. Yeah, but because he would have been a good one. I mean, that's the thing. Like for, like you said with Mahomes, like the longevity having him on your team, he yeah. was the guy, right? And he, then he was number two. He, like it was Mahomes and him. Yeah, but I think it just it came up that um, that because remember, so Deshaun's lawyer was like these women don't want to put their faces out there because they're lying or some like, you know, the usual, yeah. the usual spiel. And yeah. then I think like 18 of the 22 women or something or 10 of the 12, like a high percentage of the women were like, well, we'll testify in court. And everyone was like, Oh shit. Well, <laughs> Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> Good to call a bluff every so often. Yeah. And I mean, Deshaun's been sus- suspended from like a lot of his, um, sponsorship deals yeah like i don't know man it's looking rough he's also been suspended from a lot of uh, massage therapists offices so <laughs> yeah he's definitely yeah. not allowed to <laughs> he's not allowed in the thing is like even if, like if he's if he is innocent he still looks really bad in this whole 100 oh, like, yeah he's a he's a professional co- like he's a professional athlete for probably one of the richest teams in Amer- like in America in terms of like you're just part of the NFL you're a really rich team yeah and instead of using like the certified massage therapists that your team can organize yeah. for you he's busy like scavenging Instagram for for women to massage him and shit like that and exactly I'm yeah. flying them in from like out of state like Atlanta and fucking like they're not even local girls that he's trying to he's trying to get to massage him you're like what yeah this is like it's so sus like even like from an innocent perspective that's so sus yeah it's very like you'd have to be an elite elite athlete to be able to get over that like kobe got over that uh quite successfully and david letterman i know he's not (laughs) an athlete but david letterman also got over that but the thing is like gilbert arenas brought the gun into the uh the locker room (laughs) back in the day never got over that Paxco Burris, was he the one that he shot, shot himself, himself in the foot? Yeah. In the Never light, looked yeah. the same again after he went to jail. I think he went to jail for that. Um, he might have or just some, suspended, some penalty. But yeah, yeah. But yeah, I don't think Deshaun Watson's in the that extreme athlete point where he can uh, avoid that. The thing about Deshaun for me is that he, he doesn't have the backing of his team anymore either. Like, yeah. he, like, like Kobe had the Lakers in his corner, right? Yeah, he's uh, a few championships. Then, yeah, he had point. he had the Lakers. He had all of LA. So, irrespective of, I mean, also it was what it was two thousand four. It was like two thousand yeah. around then, right? So, irrespective of whether he did it or not, which I think he did. I think he did do it, and then he was like, his he admitted his, to something. His argue his his logic was, I thought it was consensual at the time, but she obviously didn't, and I apologize. And you're like, well, then. <laughs> She didn't consent. That's borderline. That, that's like, borderline. She, yeah. that's a, it's a tough position. Yeah. You thought she consented. She didn't. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. And it was like, it was 17 years ago where like no one really, as bad it was, as it is to say, like no one really cared. You know? Yeah. Um, but now it's like, he doesn't have the Texans on his side because he's been talking shit about them all off season um not the best pr wise not the yeah best. right yeah. and he doesn't he doesn't have <laughs> um he doesn't have the fans on his side either because no. he's been like trying to clamor for a trade to get out of houston and saying he'll never play for them again and shit like that so it's quite ironic because i think everyone was super sympathetic with this situation because yeah houston was in such a turmoil and then lo and behold his uh his rampage off the scene so yeah god damn it deshaun 
So he's a tricky one because it's like if he does play, Alex got an absolute steal you got a for steal, that. For sure, yeah. But if he doesn't, he, I mean, took the risk, but it's what you do, I guess. If, if he doesn't play, Alex set himself back like a couple of years quite easy. Yeah, because Derek Carr was like, the issue with Derek Carr, and Alex traded me a few times for Derek Carr mm-hmm. um, when I was in the situation where I needed a quarterback. Thank you, Mo, for, uh, I see Mo for giving me uh, Kirk Cousins on that one. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, I think he's like, he's a quarterback that's going to hold his job. Yeah. But he's not going to be a 25 point. No. With a four, like with a 35 to 40 point potential on certain weeks. So. I think there are, there are very few quarterbacks who are like that. Josh Allen is one of them. and But I mean, in terms of... Let's see. I, I just want to see something real quick. Yeah, I want to find... Jo- uh, Derek Carr was the 21st best quarterback in the league last year. And yeah. he scored 269 points. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think you're too old for that joke, I hope. <laughs> the rest of the league... 269 points would have been the like the running back four. Jeez. You know, he's I mean Marcus Mariota when he showed up gave Owen I don't know if Owen played him that week, but when Derek Carr got injured, Derek yeah. uh, Mariota just kind of put Carr right under the bus there. Yeah. So I mean, okay, so these are the these are the non-quarterbacks last year that outscored Derek Carr. Right? It's going to be fun fact. Yeah. Alvin Kamara, running back one. Derrick yeah. Henry, running back two. Dalvin Cook, running back three. Devontae Adams, wide receiver one. Tyreek Hill, r- wide receiver two. And that's it. Jeez. And then you get quarterback 21, Derek Carr. Jeez. Yeah. So Shows you how important that, uh, that the position, position is. is. Yeah. yeah. It's wild. But like, I don't know. I think. I think there's like a 80 to 90% chance that uh, Deshaun Watson doesn't play this year. Simply like, even, even if the investigation isn't concluded, just like, I don't think the NFL will let him play while the case is going on. Yeah. You know? Oh no. No. They'll they'll suspend him until like it's settled or until they figure it out. Um, so yeah, yeah you know. can't you can't have Deshaun Watson in and then make him wear pink gloves. Yeah, um, for, that, for that, like, I don't think that's a good look for the yeah. NFL there. You, yeah. yeah, exactly. You can't, or you can't have him wearing pink gloves on a Sunday and then Monday morning he's in court. It's like exactly with whatever yeah. issues he has to deal with. The dude yeah. is God, Deshaun. Just don't be a bad person. You know, it's like a low bar. It really is like yeah. a low bar. <laughs> Like the bar for not doing shitty things isn't that high. <laughs> yeah, I always, I always think like if I was in that position, because obviously very far off from making millions of dollars every week and being yeah. 20, 24 with a million dollars, that does mess with your head. But come on, Deshaun Watson is the type of guy that hits on girls at Hooters. Like, yeah, it's their job, dude. Exactly. Fucking leave them alone. Yeah, but yeah, on the on the QB situation, so that's why like Deshaun Watson, like I would have loved to have Um, Derek Carr. I got a few trades for him from Alex, Mm -hmm. which I rejected. But yeah, I think for me, like with the QB situation, I landed in a good spot. I did pay quite a bit to get to that spot, but given the trades that were coming to me, that was like literally the best trade I could have gotten in hindsight. And to be fair, you, I mean, you paid quite a lot first, second and fourth, like the fourth, whatever, who cares? The fourth means nothing. It's basically, you paid a first and a second for Kirk cousins who ended up being like a mid range quarterback. Like he was fine. Um, so as much shit as I want to give you because Kirk cousins is, I hate, I don't like him as a, as a player. It was fine. I guess he's 30. You know, that doesn't matter to me too much about the, about that. As long as you're putting up points. He's 32, and I think his contract is out in a couple of years. So I don't. I think if the Vikings don't get off the over the hump and he doesn't take them to a couple of playoff wins, then they might look to ship him on. Yeah, but you've got at least another year or two out of him. So 
Yeah, that, and then you, start looking for QB. Yeah, it gives you time to figure it out at least, which is okay. What what trades did you get throughout the year? Go through your your offers and let's read them out and let's review what you should have taken and what you definitely should not have taken. So I think overall, I would say like there were trades that I got where in hindsight they were okay, but looking back, I was comfortable with them. So mm-hmm. I think the important part was were the trades that when I announced that I wanted a QB, yeah, who sent what, right? So I got from Alex, uh, Josh, for Josh, ooh, never mind. Oh, yeah, for Josh Jacobs, uh, Carr, Akers, and a first. For Josh so Jacobs. That, that would have kind of that done my... Take. Yeah, that was the thing in hindsight, though, because, like, Akers blew up down the stretch yeah at that time i think i looked back that was like week four five ish yeah so he hadn't done so, anything yet yeah fair enough yeah he hadn't done anything yet car was whatever whatever and then um first round pick i could have just traded it on yeah um so yeah that was okay um i think i took the trade before but Debo samuel and a first for Kirk Cousins was another one. Debo Samuel. Debo Samuel straight up for Kirk? No, Debo Samuels and a first pick. So I would oh, have to give up for Kirk. Samuels and a pick for uh, Kirk. I think the first and the second is definitely better there. The first, second, and first. Yeah. I mean, I think you, you, did, you made a good decision there. There was from Mahomes is where the heart is. Jacobs and Sutton for Wentz and a first. I'm glad Jacobs I rejected that. Jacobs and Sutton for Wentz and a first. Yep, fair enough. Good job. Uh, another one from you was Jake. Jacobs and Sutton for Wentz, Moss and a first. Zach Moss. Fair enough. Good rejection. Yeah. Uh, let me see down the line. That was before this or near the start of the season, right? I think. Yeah, it was like fourth, fourth yeah. week. Uh, I have a running back, Jordan Howard, and I uh, don't know, um, and two picks. Cool. offered you Jordan Dar- Howard? No, I would, I, I have him. Oh, oh Jordan okay. Howard okay. And Jordan Howard, a first and a second for Sam Darnold and a first from Action Jackson. So that was like, hmm. I mean, I think- Sam Darnold's out of a job, so that wouldn't have help me but out in that case. last year he was but now sam darnold's yeah. in a job so you know where is he right now he's at he's in carolina uh, okay fair enough so you never know you might just turn it up but and i don't i think rest... i think i think wentz has a better chance of turning shit <laughs> up than 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 darnold do you still have him of course <laughs> of course <laughs> like, of like course. that's a surprise and then uh, yeah. the rest were various um, selections for Josh Jacobs from Alex. Did so. anyone try to get Derrick Henry from you? Mm, I, looking back, no. That's surprising. I don't think I didn't get anything for him, and I didn't trade, like offer anything. Mm-hmm. There was one point right before the playoffs when um, – What's his name? Got the six week suspension. Will Fuller. Yeah. And then I had a few injuries there and I was just desperate for a player. So I was throwing up big stuff for other bigger stuff that I didn't get back. So yeah, I think it was like Aaron Jones I tried to go for because I was just like, let me yeah. throw a Hail Mary here. Hopefully I'll get him. I think anybody in that situation would do that. But I didn't. Uh, yeah. So I think just one, the one trade, I didn't put too many trades out. Um, and just settled on that. So fair enough. I mean, it's also your first year in the league, so you're probably just getting used to it and also like figuring out where player values kind of sit. Yeah. So and Alex, stop sending me picks. <laughs> I mean, it's good to know like what other people in the league value and what other people in the league want. Like you, you, yeah. you don't value picks. Uh, but I think Khalid, for Stephen example, Smith, by the way. I, valuable lesson from Stephen A. Smith when yeah. um, Pau Gasol, they trade the Lakers traded for Pau Gasol uh-huh. and he was shitting on Kwame Brown for going the other way <laughs> with a, like a boatload of picks and he's like you got rid of uh, Kwame Brown 
And when you're a good team, picks don't really matter that much. We right. got Paul Gasol, won a few championships. So it's picks true. right now, yeah. I need players, right? Like if I do a pick, I'm going to have to ship them off for someone else yeah. uh, right away if I'm going to get something this year. Yeah, especially given your position, because I think given our league, uh, I think probably six teams are competing for a championship any given year, and then the other six are rebuilding. Yeah. Which, I mean, is a kind of is a nice-ish split. Um, and if you're part of the top six, picks do nothing for you. Because you're, exactly. trying, to, you're trying to yeah. win that year. Like, you can flip them, but it's just an extra trade and you're just taking another, you're doubling up the risk because you're taking the risk on the first trade, then you're taking yeah. the risk on the second trade, right? Agreed. So, yeah, I mean, I, we'll see, we'll see how the draft goes. Are you going to, yeah. are you staying up with us on, on Thursday night to watch? <laughs> if I'm working. I'll oh, stay true. Up. God. <laughs> yeah. Facts. But other than that, no, I need, I need my rest, man. I need my rest for a good Friday. Unless, unless you're doing a big, <laughs> party over your at your place with jalapeno poppers and everything i'm down bro. i'm down yeah <laughs> i'm down it's just like oh man a dra- we should do a draft party honestly the thing is it starts on a thursday which is kind of whack because we all have work on friday but yeah if it was like, if it was like a fly- if it was like a friday night draft or a saturday night draft i think that would be that would be lit having we like need to take you to toronto party. for the first time and then we'll have it on uh eastern standard yeah, then we can have it at a normal time, like 6 p.m. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, Ferris is Ferris is in Toronto doing hood rat shit with his friends. God knows what over there. Uh, I don't know Toronto too well, so that's that's the thing. Like, all right, you're from, from the suburbs. Mississauga. Yeah. Mississauga, yeah. So kind of oh. generally from the greater Toronto area, so I don't know too much. The greater Toronto guys, area. Yeah. Especially last week when you guys tried to push uh, Owen's hood rat dating shit onto me. Um, <laughs> yeah. Don't know anything about that. I mean, last I don't time know. I lived there was when I was 18, so. I don't know how hood rat it is. It all sounded pretty fancy, but maybe I just fall for the yeah. same traps that all that all his hood rat Toronto girls fall well, for. I wouldn't say hood rat stuff, probably fly stuff. There you go. That you guys try to push onto me, so. <laughs> I listen to these podcasts. I listen do you listen for advice or do you listen for entertainment? Because the advice I think is whew, not going to help you out. You're better off listening to Stephen A for advice. Love Stephen A. I was going to say, you, your talents are not used to the best of your ability as a lawyer. I think you should be like the second coming of Stephen A. You do a great job with the podcast. It, it's, it's partly the podcast and partly just a lot of hot takes that make no sense. <laughs> like A lot of shit you that may, just going to... Like, like infuriate people. Yeah, you're very good at taking a 50-50 situation and sounding very convincing on it. <laughs> like, there's a right answer to it. You're, you, you make it sound like it'll be heads 100% of the time. So that's why I think you're, yep. your talents are best in the uh, second coming, although you are a very good lawyer. So Thank I you. I, hey, yeah. you know, I do what I can. I do what I can. And you're a great commissioner too. Everyone gives you shit. I think you're, they treat you like you're the, uh, like the baby of Roger Goodell and Gary Bettman. And the time that I commented on thing, you sent out like the, uh, the rankings. And I, I said like, Oh, thank you for that. And they made it seem, everyone commented to me. Like I pulled my dick out. In schoolyard. They're like, what the fuck are you doing? So I commend you. You do a good job. You put a lot of work into this. Okay. I appreciate that. Honestly, I think I get I get most of my compliments or like just thanks in off in the off season. Cause like I think yeah. everyone calms down from the normal fantasy season <laughs> and is like, you know what, it's all right. Like fantasy kind of runs smoothly in general. It's it's good enough. Yeah. But then during the season, shit just like goes off the rails and people just get exactly upset about yeah. anything. But yeah, man, I enjoy it. I enjoy it for about nine months of the year. And then for three months, I'm like, fuck, why did I decide to do this? Because it's And which is three months of those? From about September to December. It's just complaints. And that's still of the season, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember well, hearing, everybody's, hearing everybody's favorite team in the league, I think it's just pent up energy because all of them are really shit teams. No one in our league, except Colin, <laughs> who supports the Ravens. No one in our league yeah. supports a good team. Like, so I think it's just pent up energy from that that's just taken on to you. Yeah, for sure. I remember, 
I think like the one like commish story that stands out in my mind was I think it was our first or second year of redraft. And Laith sends me like 15 messages at like two in the morning here. Yeah. And he's like, Ziad, 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 Ziad. I dropped Jar like Jarvis Landry was on the Dolphins at the time. He's like, I dropped Jarvis Landry, but I clicked the wrong button. I didn't mean to do it. Someone else is gonna pick him <laughs> up. I meant to drop someone else, not Jarvis Landry. Help. So I'm wake, I'm like half asleep at two in the morning. I put Jarvis back on his team and I let it go. And then yeah. I wake up the next morning and everyone is flipping out because they're like, he dropped Jarvis. Why the fuck is Jarvis back on his team? Blah blah. blah. And I have to be like god damn it it was a mistake you should, you should treat it like the stock exchange just like between the times of this and this <laughs> you can put something in but don't talk to me it's closed <laughs> it goes through in the morning the f- guys respect it respect the time difference this league the commissioner is in london okay this, this league for me is like your job like i just have to be available <laughs> like yeah <laughs> you guys are all my like supervisors if, if, if I go. get a message, I got to do, I got to handle it. Um, yeah. Oh, I was speaking to Owen yesterday and he was telling me that. Oh, well, I'll bleep it out, whatever. But yeah. uh, involved in the, in the super league. Yeah. It was released on the, uh, on the good old internet there. So, but what oh. I've heard is like, it was, if you, it was like, everybody was pretty much involved. So. Yeah. Yeah. Is, that how, is that how you're getting out of it? You're like, oh no, no, no. <laughs> everyone was involved. Can't give, can't give more than what's publicly available, but yeah. <laughs> I think I, I messaged Owen. I think on Tuesday or Monday night because we were talking about the Super League, and I was like, if it comes out that Jordan's fucking involved in the Super League, I'm never <laughs> talking to him ever again. I was so. And yet upset. here we go. We have a podcast. I was so, so upset. Yeah. Goes to show you that American American way of sports does not work in uh, Europe. So no, who knew? It doesn't. Yeah. The good thing about like my firm is that we don't like when we get involved in sporting shit, we get involved on like a very macro level. Like we're not getting involved yeah. with like this. Like we did. Like my firm did Wembley, and like you built you build where the chaos. Goes, yeah, we build the yeah. stadiums. Um, I think sometimes we get we do work with like Crystal Palace and stuff like that. But in terms, cool. but, but it's but it's very much like stadium and like construction work and like if you have, if if the Glazers ever decide to fix Old Trafford's roof, like there's a reasonable yeah. chance, there's a reasonable chance that we'd be involved. But we yeah. don't drop any contracts getting involved in the fucking Super League or any of that nonsense. Fuck that. Yeah. We we have principles where I work. Yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> How are you enjoying it work? Is. It's long hours, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it's okay, I guess. It's long <laughs> hours. The work's okay. So yeah. just uh, plugging away. I think it's too early on. Like, I'm in the first month. You're in, you're in the honeymoon. Two months. Still. Yeah, first two months. So it's like, I don't really know what's what yet. Um, yeah. So trying to figure it out. First seat, going into my next seat soon enough. So I might be on the- What is uh, your first seat? seat I'm in public and private M&A. Ooh, very exciting. Yeah. So doing some stuff there. But yeah, works good. Like a bit of long hours here and there. Works yeah. works interesting. So I like it. Um, but yeah, just still in the phase where just first see getting all the like, I don't want to do this tasks. Um, right. So yeah. <laughs> there you go. I think, I mean, yeah, I think I'm, I'm probably still in the honeymoon phase as well because I don't like, I like the work that I do, but I think it'll, I think burnout is going to be more where the work is basically the same work you've always been doing, but it's just like, fuck, I don't want to do this at one in the morning. This yeah, is ridiculous. Exactly, yeah. You know, I need my weekend. Exactly. Yeah. Keep, keep your phone away. Don't let it, don't not decide where you sleep. My work phone is out of battery. I haven't charged it since Friday. <laughs> Get a case it, on that thing. It's a weekend. It no, nah, man. It's yeah. a weekend. Don't, don't contact me on a weekend. If it's past if it's past five PM on Friday, I'm unavailable. That is yeah. my, that is my work- time for that's my my availability for the Watermelons Dynasty League. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. 
Let everyone be known. Don't message Sierra at three o'clock in the morning with trades. I work two jobs. From from nine to five, I work. I work my normal law job, and then past that, it's it's dynasty football. There I'm you a go. commissioner. Jeez, I should be taking a cut out of the fucking winnings. I'm telling you that for free. I'm surprised <laughs> you don't. At least let it pay your phone bill. I think so. Th- so if we ever expanded the league into like divisions, right? Are we getting expansion? If if we had like, because I was I wasn't an expansion. I was no. a replacement. No, no, you were you were because we started this year, so you were you're yeah. a founding member technically of the dynasty league. Oh, there you go. Yeah. But if we ever expanded the dynasty league into like promotion relegation or something like that, <laughs> and then and then we got people like I didn't know for the second league. For sure, I'm taking a cut of their money. Fuck yeah. out of here. I don't know, you guys. I have no... Pr- That's heartless. I love 20%. Yeah. 20% is coming straight back to me. I'm taking that kickback. I guess don't invite them to this podcast then. No, <laughs> definitely not. They're not going to like it. They're not yeah. allowed to listen. If you're thinking of joining the league, you're not allowed to listen to these podcasts. Yeah, yeah you, you don't make enough money, I guess, so... I mean, it's true. You need a cut. You need a cut of this. None of us do. So no, yeah, none of us as trainees make enough money. Yeah, give it a couple of years and we'll start. We'll start racking it up, but not yet. Exactly. There you go. I I was talking to Owen again yesterday, and I'll bleep out the names as well. But if you if you look at our <laughs> league, if you look at our league, we're like the most white collar fucking league of all time. Like it's it's you, Magic Circle, Owen, and me are at. Other like major city law firms, yeah. Like five of them are. Simo p- does his finance. Poor, poor guy. Simo's in finance, yeah. and Lath is at. Simo never says what he does. He's, I, I he's, don't know. He, I don't know. He's told me his um his company before, and it's somewhere there. And I, but like yeah. I don't know the logistics of what he does, like what he actually does. Yeah. Because for all yeah. I know, he goes to work and scrolls Twitter all day, or yeah. he'll be at he'll be at home, and I'll just see him like at eleven a.m. A fucking um, PlayStation party has started, and he's like busy playing <laughs> video games. So you know, I don't know what. Yeah. He, and then Steve, Lath, we missed you. Lath is, I think, a yeah um, one of the big Jeez. one of the big bangs. So yeah. Um, 11 of the 12 of us are at like real fucking white collar industries. And then there's Ahmed, who's, yeah. who's the dentist. So we have, we have a dentist in the league. <laughs> you haven't heard. No one ever mentioned this. Yeah. <laughs> I've been looking for a dentist over here. Hey, but he's I'm not here. I'm obviously. sure he is. Who? Ahmed can hook you up, bro. Dude, hook me up. I need, I need to fix my teeth. I need a deep clean. Uh, I've been drinking yeah. too much coffee. Ahmed could for sure hook you up. Send him a message. Be like, yo, walk on. <laughs> there you go. What's going on? All right, man. Let's see. What is the last... What is something... What's something that's been on your mind over the past, like, week or two? That's... You just need to get off your chest. It's something that's been bothering you. Get off my chest? Either bothering you or, like, you've been thinking about it and you're like, you know what? More people need to know about this. What, 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 what do you have to share with the league that you just need to let the world know about? Oh my god! I'm sure there's something. These are, these when, are tough questions. When you're lying in bed at night, what are you? What is the last thing that's going through your mind before you fall asleep? Where you're like, "Fuck! If only X happened, or if only, you know, people knew about Y." <laughs> what? What is that thing? If only people knew about Y. I want the Toronto Maple Leafs. I know this is an NFL okay. podcast. I want them to win a cup. We've been struggling for 50, 60 years. I want them to win a cup. <laughs> Everyone gets support. I tried to put money on them to win the whole thing, but the uh, odds aren't out yet. I want them <laughs> to win a cup, and we can just get over that we haven't won a cup since '67. I want this to happen very bad, and we're doing super well. I just want it to happen. <laughs> I think I've known and- you for three years, and the Maple Leafs have been doing well for three le- three years. And every year, you're like, "Yeah, no, this is the one." <laughs> and then it never is. years. It's been the one. And then, yeah want to get the hell out and travel for a bit um i went to bond i went to like bond street yesterday right and there was a protest of about two to three thousand people walking around with no mask um over there protesting so we're never going to get out of covid and i'm just over it at this point yeah and then florida god bless them having a twenty thousand. <laughs> 
seat thing without nobody in the uh, in the audience. Antonio Brown was there, no mask. You had oh, Tom Brady was there, no mask. Jake Paul was there, I think, too. So it's so dumb. It's honestly so dumb. We're never gonna. And another get out thing, of this. stop fighting this Jake Paul guy if you don't know how to box. That's the third thing I want to. Yeah, get stop getting your ass kicked by yeah. Jake Paul. <laughs> Like you look, I get bad. making the money, but yeah, you look bad. Fuck. I think my dad sent me a message this morning saying that they're going to start vaccinating thirty plus soon. Right? I'm not there yet, so that's unfortunate. I mean, it just means that we're uh, we're getting closer. There you go. Soon enough, man. Soon enough. Do you know where? Yeah, our, do you know? Do you know where our closest vaccine center is? I have no idea. I know. Um, there's the testing center in Westfield. I know the testing. I don't need to get tested. I need a vaccine. I don't know if they're doing vaccines the same place they're doing a testing center. I don't know. I don't think they are. Because I want to yeah. give like I want to give a a call at like 5 p.m. every day and be like, yo, you got spares? Like, you want to get stabbed by a needle, eh? Hey, man, I'm down. Like if they have spares, yeah. you know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure there's a lot of spare needles in london just depends on where you go yeah but what is in those those spare needles exactly yeah um yeah because so i have no idea yeah if i can get a spare like real quick it's calm yeah i'll take astrazeneca so that's what i'm i don't care that's about what's on my mind yeah that's what's on my mind these days toronto i'm traveling traveling where are you gonna COVID. where are you gonna travel first cottage most likely i know we talked about that but still trying to figure out plans and still trying to figure out formula plans. one boston, weekend man boston it's happening in a week here a little cottage getaway it's not, i don't think that's gonna happen <laughs> no, another one will happen not so yeah. soon all right and yeah. wherever a good formula one race is with you yeah fair enough i think i don't know if we'll be able to do it this year but next year for sure next Hopefully year soon enough next year easy but this year who knows yeah all about vibes there you go yeah yeah all right jordan thank you for coming on the podcast it was good talking to you i'll need to bleep all of our places of employment um (laughs) i'll need to i'll need to bleep what else redact everything yeah there's a couple of things i need to redact but it's not too bad we we talked fantasy we talked about you know the law we had a good chat always a pleasure yeah always Always a a pleasure All right, boss. Have a good rest of the day. Thanks for your time, man. See ya. Yeah. This is the most beautiful thing I've ever seen in my life. It's Water Malone. Podcast. Inside of Water Malone. Spend some time in Mississauga. It's the greatest place we know. It's a great place to be living and to watch your children grow.